This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. One day I made a decision that enough is enough. I'm tired of being average. I'm tired. I'm tired of being good. I'm tired. I want to go to the dealership and buy the best car. I want to move to the nicest neighborhood. I want to fly first class. I want to go to Hawaii. I want to go to Australia. I, want, I made a decision. Enough is enough. It's showtime. Will a real Eric Thomas please stand up? Some of you in the room right now, you are where you are. You're giving 60% when you have 120 in you. Why? Because you've never made a decision. Those of you in this room, you already there. Your problem is this and stuff. You don't want to give up the goal. You're talented. You just don't want to give up sleep. Listen to me, pound for pound. Any agent in the room, pound for pound. Motivational speaker, pound for pound. Entrepreneur, pound for pound. Athlete, pound for pound. Weightlifter, pound for pound. Whatever you do, I guarantee you when you do it, nobody can do it like you do it. The problem is you don't hardly do it. You love sleep too much. You love that alcohol too much. You love that substance too much. You love that vice too much. There's something that you love more than yourself, than your dream, than your goals. Watch what happens when you have a goal that only has two reasons. See how long that lasts. Watch a goal that has 50 reasons and see how you... There's some, somebody called me the other day on an interview, stupid question. E.T., what do you feel like on the days that you don't feel like Ask, ask the question again, please. Well, what do you do on the days that you don't feel like? So I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm way past that. Every day I feel like. Every day I feel like eating. Every day I feel like giving my wife the best life. Every day I feel like driving in a nice car. Every day I feel like flying first class. Every, every single day of my life, I feel like giving a hundred to Every single day, somebody said yesterday, E.T., you gave 120, what you gonna do tomorrow? I said, I don't know, get 140. I don't know, but I don't have days where I don't feel like it. Why? Because I'm counting on me. My wife's counting on me. I don't have days to waste. No more 50%, no more, no more 70%, no more. I want us at 
75 and climbing. If you're at 80, I want you at 90, and I mean moving rapidly. It's not rocket science. And the universe is not responding to you correctly because your body language sucks. Your spirit sucks. It's defeated. I need you to give me that 120. I need you to give me that everything you do. I need you to start giving me that 120 in everything you do. Bring it all, all together. Bring all the energy, all the passion. Bring it all together and dominate. I got an opportunity to make a dream become a reality. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. You have to give it everything you got. No more TV, no more parties, no more plan. If you don't have a 4.0, what you need to be doing is studying. Get off the phone. Sorry, I'm not available until the end of this year. No, I'm for real. You've reached the right number, but you called me at the wrong time. Call me back January 1st. I'm about to get busy now. Stop being this high school dropout. Stop giving up. Stop sleeping on the streets. Stop walking up and down Finkel Avenue like you ain't got nothing and get your GED. Stop being afraid to take a test. I gotta commit my very being to this thing. I gotta, I gotta breathe it, I gotta eat it, I gotta sleep it. And until you get there, you'll never be successful in life. But once you get there, I guarantee you, the world is yours. So work hard and you can have whatever it is you want. And when I went to college, guys were way smarter than me. 4.0s, 3.0s, they went to the Ivy League high schools, came to Oakwood from these great high schools. Most of them are not doing what I'm doing. Why? Because it's not about where you come from. It's about hearts. You come to a place where, you know, being smart ain't enough. You gotta have hearts. Don't go to sleep until you succeed. There are a lot of people that are sitting around waiting for something to happen. Now, what you gonna do about it? We're getting out of college and we haven't the faintest idea what we want to do. So I always ask the question, what would you like to do if money were no object? What, how would you really enjoy spending your life? Well, it's so amazing as a result of our kind of educational system, crowds of students say, well, we'd like to be painters, we'd like to be poets, we'd like to be writers, but as everybody knows, you can't earn any money that way. Or another person says, well, I'd like to live an out-of-doors life and ride horses. I said, do you want to teach in a riding school? Let's go through with it. What do you want to do? When we finally got down to something which the individual says he really wants to do, I will say to him, you do that. And uh, forget the money. Uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing, you will spend your life completely wasting your time. You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. And after all, if you do really like what you're doing, it doesn't matter what it is, you can eventually turn it, uh, you could eventually become a master of it. It's the only way to become a master of something, to be really with it. And then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much, uh, that's, uh, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others who are. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like, 
in order to go on spending things you don't like, doing things you don't like. Wake up from your dream and make your dream a reality. Wake up. Wake up and understand the significance of the purpose that you have within yourself. Understand that if there's something that you are truly ultimately seeking in your life, then you got to go after it. There are a lot of people that are sitting around waiting for something to happen. Now what you gonna do about it? How are you gonna go about doing the things that are necessary to get you where you need to be in your life? Everybody has a dream. But how much are you applying to that dream? How far are you pushing that dream? When are you gonna realize that the dream is not gonna work by itself? You got to have the ability to rise up and push yourself and believe in yourself and make that dream a reality. What's your why? I, if, hey, if I don't give y'all nothing else, you better start that. What's your why? You know why I do what I do and I do it so passionately? Because my grandfather was a high school dropout. My father was a high school dropout. I was a high school dropout and we about to break the cycle. I do what I do so my son won't have to go through what I went through. When I was at the football game, my old dude wasn't with me. I saw other kids with their father. I said, that'll never happen to me. I do what I do because my daughter says she's going to Harvard. It ain't even about y'all. I'm about to come in here and blaze y'all. Why? Because I'm trying to get you all the NFL. I ain't about to miss this opportunity. This is the first NFL team I've ever done in my life, and I'm about to lick it. I'm about to give everything I got, and I will know if I don't get another gig, it won't have anything to do with the fact that I didn't put everything on the field. What's your why? Why do you wake up in the morning? Why do you put on that jersey? Why do you go out and practice? Why? I gotta commit my very being to this thing. I gotta, I gotta breathe it, I gotta eat it, I gotta sleep it. And until you get there, you'll never be successful in life. But once you get there, I guarantee you, the world is yours. So work hard and you can have whatever it is you want. I'm a grind. I'm going to fight, I'm going to work, I'm going to press toward, I'm going to learn, I'm going to do everything in my power every single day. I'm going to do everything in my power to become a victor and not a victim. Let me tell you this, the wolf that is on the hill is never as hungry as the wolf that is climbing the hill. And so you gotta get hungry and you have to stay hungry. You have to guard your hunger. I need you to develop a healthy dose of self-assurance. When you feel like you can't, when you wanna let go, when you are surrounded by doubt, fear, and anxiety, you are gonna have to pull up your resume and remember all of the things that you have made it through. There is no excuse for not living up to the, your fullest potential. No excuse. What do you want? Somebody told you to just graduate high school, graduate college, get a job, work that job the rest of your life, have kids, get married and die. Somebody told you that. What do you believe you were destined to do? And then you gotta spend every single solitary day for the rest of your life going after that dream. What do you have to have? What is your dream? And when you think there's nothing left in the tank, 
look yourself in the eyes and say, I can, I will, I must. The nightmare is to reach our 60s, our 70s, our 80s, or even our deathbed and to talk about everything we should have done. I should have done that. I should have invested in this. I should have made the relationship work. I shouldn't have got a divorce. We sit around and talk about all of our shoulds. We talk about all the things we wanted to do, but never got it done. That, that's the nightmare. That's the nightmare that we all must avoid. This is the time to establish your dream. All of the pain, all of the trauma, everything you have experienced, the turbulence, you have to garner up all of that hunger. I'm talking about you got to think of everything you've ever wanted in your life and you got to put it toward that goal. And there are things that you have been called to do that no one on earth has ever done. This is important. Seasons are always temporary. Everything has a season. Crisis is not a permanent condition. And crisis is a human description. It's just a season. And the key to life is outlasting the season. The key to life is outlasting the season. If you can stay warm long enough, summer will come. In other words, the season for you to leave the job you are on has come. Why? There's a better one up ahead. He got to prepare you for that. So he got to close out one chapter to open a bigger chapter. Get ready for something big, 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 bigger than what you had. What will you do with your pain? Will you let it break you or will you let it redefine you? Seasons of crisis. Everybody say it with me. Overcoming seasons of crisis. That no one can do it for you but you. And even though you face disappointments, even though you will experience some setbacks, it goes with the territory. You must understand that. Life has taught me that you will grow through what you go through. Life has taught me for every level, there's another devil. Life has taught me the depth of your struggle will determine the height of your success. What will you do with your pain? Will you let it break you or will you let it redefine you? And hear me, everybody's got a dream. Everybody's got a goal. Everybody wants something in life. But many of you in this room right now, your beast mode is idle. Your beast mode is not turned on. And when you leave this place, I'm telling you, your life is going to go to a whole other level if you can learn to turn that switch on and keep that switch on. I need you to recycle your pain. 
I want you to recycle your pain. Now, many of you, when you get this water bottle, you might be thinking this is the first time that this, this is the very first time this particular plastic was formed. And we don't know, this, this could have come from anywhere, right? So you gotta do me a huge favor because what you're gonna discover as you're going towards your dream, as you're going towards your goal, they're gonna be, they're gonna, man, so many distractions. There are going to be so many people that, haters, so many people that come up against you. So many obstacles, so many trials, so many tribulations. When people ask me, E.T., like for real, for real, E., I know you can give me 20 things that you've done to help yourself to become successful. But E.T., I just need like one or two. Can you give me one or two? And one of the things I tell people is, I outlasted the pain. I outlasted the pain. When I was sleeping in those abandoned buildings, I kept telling myself, one day you'll be a homeowner. Every time I walked into that abandoned building, I told myself that this might be your current circumstances, but this will not be how the story ends. All you have to do, E.T., is to survive today. To survive today. When they kicked me out of school, I knew that I would not be a high school dropout for the rest of my life. I knew I got to get through this one day. For those of you who didn't meet my mom last year, me and my mom have been through a lot. My mom and I have gone months and almost years of not talking to each other, but every single day I kept telling myself, one day I'll have a, a great relationship with my mom. One day. Well, I didn't grow up with my biological father. He wasn't into my, in my life until I was 30 years old. But I told myself, today your father is not in your life, but one day. And so every single day when I wake up homeless, one day. Every single day when I woke up in that abandoned building, one day. One day is going to be E.T.'s day, but that day can't come if I give up today. So every single day when I woke up, I kept telling myself, today might not be the day, but soon it will be my day and I will recycle my pain. What will you do with your pain? Will you let it break you or will you let it redefine you? I outlasted the pain. I just want you to do me a huge favor because I'm. This is um, this is a serious moment for me, and what makes this moment serious for me is that I'm sitting in a room of people who have the ability to make their dreams become a reality, and we live at a, a at a time and live in a country where we can make that that dream a reality. And you got to you have to understand that there are times that I speak, um, for instance, in prisons. And I'm talking to individuals who will spend the rest of their lives in prison and they don't have options. They don't have a lot of choice that what I do when I come in is I provide a sense of hope and I provide some inspiration, but I'm not able to help them to bring about the change that they want to see happen. And I'm so excited to be in this room because the words that I say in this moment can fuel the rest of your life. Right, so I'm so excited. Like that for me, this isn't a like I won't um, I won't ask you for anything over the next hour, other than the things that are going to take you to the next level. Um, but I'm excited because when I leave, I, I literally have we may never see each other again. But I I have the ability when you walk out of this room to make you operate in a way you've never operated before. And once you do that, because I know if you're in this room, I know there's something special about you that once you leave this room and you go from 70 to 
There are going to be some things that happen in your life that didn't happen before. Not because you didn't have the ability. So this is not an ability room. Like this is not, we're not talking about ability. We're talking about activating this greatness that's in us. Your abilities are your abilities. I'm not going to be able to today, I'm not going to be able to help you to do anything that you do better. Like I'm not going to be able to give you a gift that you don't have. But what I will be able to do is help you today operate in a way you've never operated before. Right? I will, I will help you to operate in a way you've never operated before. I'm going to help you to do some things that you've never done in your life before. And as a result, you're going to be able to go to a whole new level. So this is, we have to start here. We have to start here. Just, just write down those, 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 those things, one or two or three things that, that you have to desperately get done before this year ends. It's, it's, it's desperation. You, it's, I don't have a choice. I don't have an option. You got to get that done. Got it. Like, I just want you, we're not, we're, and I'm not talking about stuff that's kind of important. I'm talking about the stuff that, that has got it. The ball's dropping and you can't keep talking about it. Like you will not be able to rest if you didn't get this done. I want you to write that down. I want you to write that. That's where we're starting. I want you to write that down. E.T., like I gotta get this done, E. Like E, it's no, this is no option. This is not like a vacation. This is not, you know, just making a couple more dollars for the sake of buying a car, a house. Like E, this is some life and death stuff, E. Like this is some change, the trajectory of my life stuff, E. This is like, this is like, it's gonna put me in a place like where I'm just gonna be able to get to that, that place that I've been trying to get to. I want you to write that down. And it was, look guys, I'm being honest. It was like random. It was like just totally random. It, it was out of nowhere. It was a, a, the Christmas holiday. And Carl, our videographer, had his family over and we live around, at that time we lived around the corner from each other. Now we live on the same block, random, right? Christmas was over. We're just going to the house, just eating dinner. It, it, it just was a random, a random night. And somehow we got to talking and Carl's wife is from Barbados and she didn't have citizenship. So unfortunately, she was in the States without citizenship. And so she had to stay in school in order to eventually get her citizenship. So she did her master's degree, you know, and she was in her PhD. And it was weird. It was just like, yo, E.T., I don't know how it happened, but it was like, yo, E.T., my wife is going to get her degree before you get her, yours. Right? I'm an American citizen. Like I had already been in the program for a few years, and you know she and and it was I don't know, but have you ever heard like you know when it's your time, like you know it's that moment. It's like enough is enough. I can't tell you. People have asked me for Eric, when you get your PhD, I'm like I'll, I'll get it done. Et, how far are you in the process? Finish all my coursework. I just got to write the dissertation. But it was something about that night that was different. It was almost the end of the year. And I remember Carl, listen to me very closely, guys. I'm being real with you. I didn't even have a conversation with Carl. Like we never even talked about it afterwards. I never said anything to him about it, but I felt like I felt this, this guilt. I felt, I felt like this embarrassment. Like, and for real, he wasn't like speaking directly to me. He was just saying, you know, AE, I think my wife's probably gonna finish her degree before you finish yours. And I'm talking about like it pierced. Like it pierced. And I and I, I just remember like we were talking afterwards and I didn't hear anything. Like, for real, have you ever been in a conversation and it, it just shifts and somebody's talking to you and like you can't hear the words that are coming out of their mouth? I didn't hear anything he said. I just kept it like, E, when are you gonna get this done, E? Like, yo, E, are you ever going to finish this? And it's not about a degree, but are you ever going to finish this? Like, are you going to get it done? And I remember excusing myself, like, all right, Carl, hey, great time. Love you guys, gotta go, gotta get up in the morning. 
And I'm telling you guys, it's not even a five-minute walk, and it felt like an hour. All I could think about when I was going home was like, enough is enough. Like, I'm through. I'm going to get this done. Okay, just help me out. You're in the room. You ever had that? Enough is enough moment. Raise your hand for me. You had that enough is enough moment, right? So I need you to be there. Like the next 30, 40 minutes, I need you in that space. That enough is enough. I'm not dumb. Like I can get a PhD. Has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the fact that I just didn't say, all right, this is the year, right? And so that thing you wrote down, I need you to be a huge favor. I don't know if you have a pen or a piece of paper. I don't even know if you can do this on your phone. But I want you to kind of put a year next to that for me. Put a year. I want you to just put a year on that for me. Like, don't make up. Like, don't do it for me. A real number. Just give me, like, a real, real solid number, right? And I remember saying to myself, like, yo, if we come back next year for Christmas and your family's here. I remember saying to myself, we come back this time next year. I'm going to be Dr. Thomas. We come back, we come back to your house next year. As a matter of fact, I will pay for your parents to come. Like, I want to reinvent this whole like scenario again next year. Like, I want everybody here. Let's do the same meal. Let's sing the same songs. Let's Twilight Zone this thing out. I want it to be exactly like it was, except for this time. I want you to say Dr. Thomas. Like, this is going on in my mind. I'm not having a conversation with anybody. And I'm saying, like, this is it, guys. This is it. And so I put a date on it. I put a date. I said 2015. 2015, we're not going to have this conversation. 2015 is time next year. I'm finished. It's done, right? Good. So now I need you to do me a favor. I need you to put a month next to it. Yeah, I need you to put a month next to it now. We got January all the way to December. I need you to put a, I need you to put a month on it for me. Give me a month. Yeah, I need you to put a month on it for me, right? Right now, now as you're writing the month down, what I want you to think about is, okay, so write this down too. I'm sorry. I, I know you came to listen. I do a lot of writing. I apologize, but I really need this. I really need this. I really need this. I really need this. I need you to write down three people you love next to those goals. Three people you love. Just three people. Right? Give me, give me, the, you know, give me the name. Write the names down. I don't put son, mom, or give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. Right? Write your names down. Now, this is what I need you to think about. What I need you to think about is how this goal or these goals will revolutionize their lives. Like, I really want you to think about, okay, you can do this later. When you get home, you can do this later. But I want you to write down for each one of them, give me three ways. Please do this when you get home. If you really love them, like you say you love them. When you get home, I need, I need you to write their names down. And I, I need you to write down when you get to this place. When you finally make this thing happen, how is it going to empower them? How is it going to change their life? And all I can think about is, wow, if I get this PhD, like I can just like change the zeros. Change the zeros. Like I just remember thinking like there were doors that were closed to me in the United States of America, right? Because of the nationality that I come from or the part of town that I come from. And I specifically remember people picking other people over me for speaking engagements that weren't, that weren't as good as I was. I remember, I remember people using the excuse of, of you're, not, you're not qualified enough. 
And I remember the PhD, we're going to solve all of that. Like no more, ET ain't qualified. No more, like we're going to pick this bird over this bird. Like no, no, no. This PhD is going to open doors for me that were once closed, which means it's going to open doors for my daughter, which means it's going to open doors for my wife, which means it's going to open doors for my mother, which means it's going to open doors for CJ, which means it's going to open doors for Carl. And so every day when I woke up, I remembered the people that this degree would affect. And so the days I did not feel like studying, the days I did not feel like writing, the days I wanted to sleep on the plane, I thought about CJ and his family. I thought about Carl and his family. And I said, ET, keep going. Listen to me very closely. The reason why you stop and start, and you stop and you start, and you stop and you start, is because the goal is not meaningful enough. That's something about the goal that if you quit, it's not going to hurt nobody. If you quit, it's not going to change nothing. If you quit, it's not that deep. Look, this is what I need you to do. So immediately when I left that house and I made up in my mind that I was going to get the PhD, I remember immediately doing a TGIM saying, all right, it's over. It's over. A year from now, I will be Dr. Thomas. And I just didn't speak it into the atmosphere. I spoke it to people who will hold me accountable. Write it down. Write it down. Who's going to hold you accountable? Who's going to hold you accountable? Who's that person? Who's that person? And some of you have been a part of the real estate program. Some of you just come to hear me. When you leave, when you leave, I need you to call that person, that guy, that young lady, that mother or that father. Like, I need you to call that person and say, yo, I got to do these three things before this month and before, yep. And this is who I'm doing it for and this is why. I'm... So just somebody real quick over here, because I gotta, we gotta make this real. Somebody over here real quick, we gotta make this real. Somebody tell me who's that person you calling over here? Who's that person you calling? Who's that person that, that on this side, that person that who's gonna hold you accountable? Who's that person? You've identified that person on this, you raise your hand for me, tell me who that person is. Yes sir, who's that person? Good, good. Look, I need you to hear me. Here's the last step and we move it forward. The last step is I need you to identify that person. And I identified that person. After I went on YouTube and said, hey, guys, I'm marching. May. Matter of fact, I turned it into an event. <laughs> Listen to me very closely. I rented out a space. I put the deposit down. I tasted the food. Like we did a tasting. I decided what food we were going to eat. The linen. We had to decide what linen. This is eight months before I even graduated. Never forget, one of the professors came to me and said, ET, there's a lot of paperwork to fill out. We got about two or three months left, but I'm just gonna be honest with you. You waited on some things because you weren't in school and now you're back, but I just don't think you're gonna be able to make it happen. And I laughed. <laughs> I chuckled. She said, no, 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 I'm serious. There's a format and there's a way and there's some, and you didn't, and it takes this month for this long, 30 days for this, six weeks for that, and I, you just didn't put your paperwork in time. And I said, ma'am, I'm sorry, but you don't get it. I called my grandma and told my grandma I was graduating. Like, no, I'm being serious. Like, I called my grandma. And my grandma said, baby, you know I'm on a fixed income. So if I buy this ticket, grandma can't get her money back. I said, ma'am, I told my grandma that I was graduating, and my grandma already called her hairstylist and told her how she wanted her hair to look. Grandma went out and bought a dress. My grandma bought a dress for the graduation. And you gotta hear what I'm saying, because you're listening to me, but you're not listening to me. Listen to what I'm trying to tell y'all. 
I'm being real with y'all. My biological father wasn't in my life. Hear what I'm saying? My mother hid from me who my biological father was, yet my grandmother's always been in my life. That don't go together. My, my, my grandmother said to my mother, if you want to hide the identity of his father, that's cool, but you can't take my grandson from me. And so ever since I've been a kid, my grandma been to everything. She's never missed anything. And when my grandma called, she said, you better make sure you graduate, baby, because I'm coming. And so what I'm trying to tell you is, I didn't get the degree to get the degree. I got the degree because I called my grandma. I'm trying to tell you the reason why you're not doing it is not because you don't have what it takes to do it. Not because you don't have the ability to do it. But, but, but whatever it is you say you're going to do, the meaning is not strong enough. Somehow the meaning is not strong enough. You've not put enough value in it. You don't have enough skin in it. You played around with it so much that you don't have nothing to lose if you don't do it. What I'm telling you is, you got to create the type of scenarios, not the goal. The type of scenarios that if it doesn't work, you lose everything. And because you cannot lose everything, you got to make it happen. Glenn came all the way from Australia. You can't plan, you can't plan your graduation in two weeks. You can't buy a ticket from Australia and then call somebody and say, Glenn's not going to happen now. Was that a refundable? Did you get a refundable ticket? So I need you to put some value because if you put 120% value in it, 120% meaning in it, and you get 120% accountability on it, every single goal you write down is going to happen. Every single dude that I, that I knew that was about it, about it, in business, they were disciplined. Right? Discipline. Now this one right here is spooky because I met a lot of men who were very successful financially and they thought because they had money they didn't have to be disciplined and they end up losing everything. They end up losing everything. They weren't disciplined. Right? They became alcoholics. Right? Um, sex addicts. Right? Um, didn't move with integrity. That's the one thing, man, I love about, man, y'all, man, for real, I'm telling y'all, y'all got to get with the right crew. Y'all, When y'all hear Maul talk about getting up and working out, it don't got nothing, man, I promise y'all, it don't have nothing to do with, like, I ain't following no man because he got muscles. I'm following Maul because he got muscles that come from discipline. Like, I promise you, you call Maul, like, yo, Maul, the podcast, you heard the podcast, yo, Maul, we want you to go see this, they try to, you know what I'm saying? Get Maul to see his billboard that's out there. Trying to trick Maul. Maul like, I can't do it. They're like, we need you to come right now. You're like, this is my workout time. Whatever you're trying to show me, work out. I got to work out. I'm trying to get on this scale and be the same, high, the same uh, weight I was when I was coming out of college. That's discipline. I was like, you on a scale when? He's like, every day I was like, that's my, that's my problem. How you been on the scale? How you been on the scale? About five years. I'm just guessing. I'm, I'm uh, 189. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, I feel 189. <laughs> the way my pants fit. 189. All right, let's go. Here's where me and my wife get into it. So my wife was like, first she said, you know, um, you need more structure. I was like, in my company, I, was like, I don't need no more structure. Structure ain't the problem. I can go show you a whole bunch of structure. 
I said, I got it, sweetheart. I'm not willing to make the adjustment, but I don't run the type of company where I want to get up every day and <laughs> uh, what's the word I'm looking for? See, like I don't want to get up every day and be nobody boss. Does that make sense? Like I don't want to get up and micromanage nobody, right? So the challenge is at some point, you're going to have to learn to be disciplined. You're going to have to learn if you say you're going to wake up at 8 o'clock, you're going to get up at 8 o'clock, no matter how you feel. Like, you got to be disciplined. And to get to the next level of success, you can't just have energy when you got energy. I want to make sure y'all catch that. If you're running a business and it's 365, then 365, you got you got to wake up every day and you got to go get it. You got Why? Because if you don't hunt, you don't eat. So here's the deal. If you hunt it in January and you got enough food for January, you don't get to chill February. You got to get up in February and go get enough food. For and so what a lot of us do, we aren't disciplined. Like we're not self-motivated. We're not self-regulated. We need outside people to push us. And that's not how the creator made us. He didn't make us for all, all the people to be over us. So here's what I told my wife. Sweetheart, if another human can tell you to get up and go to work and do what you both do, why can't you pretend like if you need another human, be, be, the, be the human. You be that human. If you need somebody to tell you you need to lose 100 pounds, be your own voice to tell yourself you need to. Don't go pay nobody $50,000 to lose weight when you can do it yourself. And I'm not saying don't get a person, but at some point you got to cut that person off. Why? Because if you don't have personal discipline, you'll never get to the next level. The next level is not something that's far away. Like Maul said, the next level is execution is not something that, you know, we do. It's something that we are. And most of us aren't disciplined. I got an opportunity to make a dream become a reality. When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. You have to give it everything you got. No more TV, no more parties, no more plan. If you don't have a 4.0, what you need to be doing is studying. Get off the phone. Sorry, I'm not available until the end of this year. No, I'm for real. You reached the right number, but you called me at the wrong time. Call me back January 1st. I'm about to get busy now. Stop being this high school dropout. Stop giving up. Stop sleeping on the streets. Stop walking up and down Finkel Avenue like you ain't got nothing and get your GED. Stop being afraid to take a test. The nature of love is self-abandonment, not clinging to oneself. Throwing yourself out, as in, for example, in basketball, you're always getting rid of the ball. You say to the other fellow, have a ball. See? And uh, that, that keeps things moving. That's the nature of life. I got to commit my very being to this thing. I got I to gotta breathe it. I got to eat it. I got to sleep it. And until you get there, you'll never be successful in life. But once you get there, I guarantee you, the world is yours. So work hard and you can have whatever it is you want. When I went to college, guys were way smarter than me. 4.0s, 3.0s, they went to the Ivy League high schools, came to Oakwood from these great high schools. Most of them are not doing what I'm doing. Why? Because it's not about where you come from. It's about heart. You come to a place where, you know, being smart ain't enough. You gotta have heart. Don't go to sleep until you succeed. There are a lot of people that are sitting around waiting for something to happen. Now what you gonna do about it? We're getting out of college and we haven't the faintest idea what we want to do. So I always ask the question, what would you like to do if money were no object? What, how would you really enjoy spending your life? 
Well, it's so amazing as a result of our kind of educational system, crowds of students say, well, we'd like to be painters, we'd like to be poets, we'd like to be writers, but as everybody knows, you can't earn any money that way. Or another person says, well, I'd like to live an out-of-doors life and ride horses. I say, do you want to teach in a riding school? Let's go through with it. What do you want to do? When we finally got down to something which the individual says he really wants to do, I will say to him, you do that. And uh, forget the money. Uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing, you will spend your life completely wasting your time. You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. And after all, if you do really like what you're doing, it doesn't matter what it is, you can eventually turn it, uh, you could eventually become a master of it. It's the only way to become a master of something, to be really with it. And then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. That, that's, uh, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others who are. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like in order to go on spending things you don't like, doing things you don't like. Wake up from your dream and make your dream a reality. Wake up. Wake up and understand the significance of the purpose that you have within yourself. Understand that if it's something that you are truly ultimately seeking in your life, then you got to go after it. There are a lot of people that are sitting around waiting for something to happen. Now what you going to do about it? How are you going to go about doing the things that are necessary to get you where you need to be in your life? Everybody has a dream. But how much are you applying to that dream? How far are you pushing that dream? When are you going to realize that the dream is not going to work by itself? When are you going to realize that if you're not hungry enough, then you are not going to be able to satisfy the hunger that you have within yourself? So if you're a dreamer, sooner or later you're going to have to wake up from that dream. And while you're walking down that path, Concerning yourself about things that you may not be able to control at that moment Focus on what you can control within yourself Because there will come a time when while you're applying yourself and you're going after that dream This reality kicks in BAM You got to have the ability to rise up And push yourself And believe in yourself and make that dream a reality. What's your why? I, if, hey, if I don't give y'all nothing else, you better start that. What's your why? You know why I do what I do and I do it so passionately? Because my grandfather was a high school dropout. My father was a high school dropout. I was a high school dropout. And we about to break the cycle. I do what I do so my son won't have to go through what I went through. When I was at the football game, my old dude wasn't with me. I saw other kids when they fought. I said, that'll never happen to me. I do what I do because my daughter says she's going to Harvard. It ain't even about y'all. I'm about to come in here and blaze y'all. Why? Because I'm trying to get you all the NFL. I ain't about to miss this opportunity. This is the first NFL team I've ever done in my life, and I'm about to lick it.
don't believe in the word procrastination. Like, I don't really believe in that word. I told a young lady in Australia who told me she was a procrastinator. I said, look, if I told you to meet me here tomorrow at 5 a.m., I'm going to give you $3 million, where would you be? She said, I'm going to be right there at 4.59, ready to get that $3 million. And I said, so there's no such thing as procrastination. What it is, is it's not important to you. Right? It's not, it's not meaningful to you. It's not, it's not something that's urgent to you. And when something is not urgent, you put it off. So, yep, you're in school, yes. You probably are getting grades, etc. But if it's not meaningful to you, if it's not important to you, then you're not going to make it a priority. So what you have to do is find out how can you make it meaningful? How can you make it purposeful? How can, how can you make it stick? And when you can find that out, I promise you, you'll get up early, you'll get there first, and you'll do whatever it takes to make that goal a reality. So for me, no such thing as procrastination is a such thing as it's not a priority to you. You said that you were going to graduate this year. You were going to finish college this year. You said you were going to run a marathon, right? This is what you said out of your mouth. All I'm doing is I'm saying, listen to me, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you should do this. You should do that. You should do this. I didn't tell you all year what you should do. But what I did tell you is don't talk about it. Be about it. You should be tired. All right? You should be tired of talking about it. And you should be at a place where you're doing something about it. All right? The reason why you have not become successful, the reason why you are not like a locomotive, the reason why you are not having success in your life is because every single day you got an excuse. And I need you to do me a favor. I made my last excuse yesterday, my last reason. I came up with my last reason yesterday of why I can't do what I'm supposed to do. And so I need you to do me a huge favor. All your excuses, all your good reasons, everything, every, everything that's keeping you from doing what you're supposed to do, I need you to put it behind you and say yesterday was the last day for that foolishness. Yesterday was the last day to say I don't have enough money to do this. I don't have enough money to go to school. I don't have enough money to get a computer. I don't have, I don't have what it takes. I'm not smart enough, right? I, I don't write well enough. I don't sing well enough. That's why I didn't do my CD. I didn't write my book because I'm not on that level. Listen to me. You better hear what I'm saying. Yesterday was the last day that I want to hear an excuse. It's over with. I was embarrassed. I said, listen to me, no more defeats. No more defeats, man. No more. I was tired of feeling defeated. I was tired of talking about I was going to do it and didn't do it. And I hated the feeling of when somebody asked me, yo, E, where the book? I ain't got it. I was tired of getting beat. I was tired of defeat. I said, I'm going to get it done. Every time you set this big goal, you never get it accomplished because you never break it up in manageable pieces. This is it. I'm talking about procrastinators. You still have time. Don't quit. Don't give up. You still have time. You can do it. You can make it happen, but you can't do it procrastinating. You can't do it talking about it, all right? So I just want to go back and recap because I want to make sure you hear what I'm saying. But I, I dare you, I double dare you to do exactly what you said you were going to do when the year started because it's not too late. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to hurt somebody. I'm going to hurt somebody. I don't believe in the word procrastination. Like, I don't really believe in that word. She said, I'm going to be right there at 459, ready to get that $3 million. And I said, so there's no such thing as procrastination. What it is, is it's not important to you. Right? It's not, it's not meaningful to you.
don't really want to get up and get out of bed. Yeah, I get up and get out of bed. I don't really want to work out. I work out. I, I really don't want to hammer on a project. I hammer on the project. Now, as an overall rule, I do not like procrastination. You need to get things done. But if you are going to rest, that is one thing that you should procrastinate on. That's the one thing I want you to put off until tomorrow. Now, these could be signals that you need some time off. And those signals might be right. They could be correct. But don't take today off. Don't, don't give in to the immediate gratification that is whispering in your ear. Shut that down. Do not listen to that little voice. Instead, go through the motions. Lift the weights. Sprint the hill. Work on the project. Get out of bed. People are always wondering what the next step in life is. And I say, life's a little bit like a maze, you know? Until you walk down one hallway and try to open the door, you don't know if it's a dead end or not. And people are trying to sit back, and that's where the procrastination comes in, and look real far down the hallway. And I'm like, just walk. Small and steady wins the race. What's the fastest way to change your life? For me, I think it's understanding how to set up daily routines with alternating brain and body training and uh, killing procrastination. The little win with your family when you feel like watching TV sets you up for another win the next day. A little win of getting up at five o'clock and running your morning routine sets you up for a habit of a 5 a.m. club morning routine. Small daily improvements over time will lead you to stunning results. It, it comes down to this, I think you have to work hard. Like, just so everybody knows, we haven't gotten into this subject yet, working hard is the cost of entry to anything. You know zero people that are successful that don't work their face off. You know zero people. Now, they may have money, because mommy and daddy made money and gave it to them, but people that actually built their own success, you know zero people that have had success that did not put in obnoxious amounts of work. What's the most important key to success? I think it's hunger. It's, it's not getting satisfied. A hunger that doesn't go, a hunger to learn, a hunger to grow, a hunger to serve, a hunger to give, a hunger to create breakthroughs. Most people are hungry until they make a certain amount of money and then they get comfortable. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not about the money. It's not about the business. It's about your growth. Because every one of us either grows or dies. People ask me all the time, what does it take to be happy? I say one word, progress. Progress equals happiness. Because achieving a goal 
feels good for how long? A week, a month, three months? And then there needs to be something else. And the reason for something else is because you got to grow. Imagine a conversation with your future self in that let's imagine that the you of 20 years from now shows up at your doorstep and that you is stronger, smarter, wiser, wealthier, healthier, happier. And that you shows up at your door and it looks at your life and it looks you in the eye if that future you was going to give you advice on what to stop, what to start. What's the first thing they would tell you to be or do? Take a step back right now and think about who we all admire in the world, right? They're all people that punted the system. They're people that practiced singing since they were five. They're people that shot 10,000 basketballs every morning. It's always that. It's always that. 99% of the people right now that are listening to this are playing in the middle. They're playing in a game that was structured for them. They're risk adverse, they fear, and most importantly, they fear what other people think. Look, I believe that we're all born with lots of goodness in us. But life throws curveballs. Life, the, the, the ambition of being alive helps us dream. And if you've been given a dream, don't discount that because you're not good enough yet. Develop yourself, weaponize yourself, teach yourself to be so good at something that is necessary to serve in the area of your dream that now you're never even thinking about your comfort zones. Your comfort zone is irrelevant. What matters is what are you trying to do with your life? How are you trying to contribute? The one thing that discipline definitely does help you with is it helps you get things done. And when you get things done, when you, you, you actually do things, you, 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 you have more success. If you have more success, and sometimes a big part of success is just not being lazy and just doing it. Yeah. Just get, that's like 90% of it is just showing up. Get there and start working. Like, you're not going to feel perfect every day. If it's pretty much the same with everybody that if, that actually gets good at something. You, you get, there's got to be those days you push through. And they're, they're probably going to be more numerous than the days you don't. And so the benefit of discipline in my eyes has always been that through discipline, I get things done. Those days when I'm tired or worn out or just basically sick of the grind. What do I do on those days? I go anyways. I get it done even if I'm just going through the motions. I go through the motions. So yep, you're in school, yes. You probably are getting grades, etc. But if it's not meaningful to you, if it's not important to you, then you're not gonna make it a priority. So what you have to do is find out how can you make it meaningful? How can you make it purposeful? How can, how can you make it stick? And when you can find that out, I promise you, you'll get up early, you'll get there first, and you'll do whatever it takes to make that goal a reality. So for me, no such thing as procrastination is a such thing as it's not a priority to you.